How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast, episode number 158. I'm your host, Josh, or Jay Moskers. Joined this week by special guest, Mike, from the Shotgun Mike Hostetler Show. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Very it. Fun. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, no why don't you tell people a little bit about your show, what you got going on over there? Oh, sure, sure. Well, it's a, uh, what would it be? It's a, an audio spectacle of sound and noise and music. <laughs> and I talk a lot and I say weird things and I have people come on and sometimes I just play stuff. I just play stuff. So I've, I've, I play music. I'll have musicians come on. I'll have people come on and uh, tell me why uh, Elon Musk isn't a... A big phony and or they try to tell me but they never can so but uh yeah it's just that it's uh, a whole lot of fun for the whole family as long as the family is above the age of 18 and uh <laughs> heavily medicated so but it's a good yeah so that's that but i am uh, very much looking forward to this because uh I don't know. it's fun to talk to people <laughs> yeah we were uh we were talking really briefly before the the, the call here about how uh, uh avatar 2 and uh, glass onion having come out neither of us yeah. have seen avatar 2 you said you rewatched the first one recently yes yes which was interesting and had you seen it before I actually saw it in the theater when it came out oh, okay because, uh... I was curious then like how it compared to your original viewing of it Oh, well, that's a guess. Yeah, so that's a very good point because it was it's not bad. It holds up. It's uh, the effects didn't look dated. Uh, the CG didn't look dated. Uh, but uh, it, it it's it's good i'm it, it's just such a long drawn out story and it's kind of vague yeah. it's like bad guys and good guys and it's i'm i don't know i'm getting kind of sick of that but in a way which that's is, I, my girlfriend had never seen it and so we watched it a couple of weeks before the the second one came out and uh we, we sit down and watch it and i'd for i didn't look to see the runtime for it and i'd seen it before i think i saw it in theaters as well yeah uh, but i haven't seen it in ages and i'd just forgotten how long it was um yes and we're sitting there and i'm like oh man it's i think we're getting near the end and uh, there's this scene where, like, they go and they, like, blow up the giant, like, tree that they all live in. Mm. And uh, I'm like, oh, okay. And that's, like, a little over halfway through the movie only, I think. <laughs> yeah. That's just it. it. I, yeah. It's, ahead, it's, it's like, no, no. I, this is just it. No, it is. That's what I thought, too. I was really surprised. <laughs> I got a full disclosure. I'm about seven-eighths of the way through because I'm – just it was long and i felt the same way i was like uh yeah it's i'm i'm dying to see how they stretch this out into how many they want to make what are they making like 12 of them he said five originally but then i I saw a thing recently where he said well i've actually got ideas for the sixth and seventh ones okay because if you go to uh i don't know if it's still (laughs) that way but if you used to go to uh imdb they had up to 12 in talks or something, which that's just, I don't know. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting so 
that's a whole thing. I could go off on that because I've been thinking about that. I am getting so sick of franchises because I think the thing with a franchise is this. Um, you do not have to introduce any characters or, or, or any characters. There's no story. So, for example, if I wanted to make an Iron Man movie, I wouldn't have to tell you the story of how Iron Man was a rich, spoiled brat who kind of was beat down and had to come back using his superpowers and his gusto. We already yeah. know that. We're just going to watch him do stuff. And uh, the Star Wars movie, I mean, like big, these, I feel like so many movies are that way where it's like, we just know that on Star Wars, they have the force and they use it. Who really gives a shit if they uh, <laughs> care about their families or if they're, you know, or whatever, like the, I don't know if they're, if they're uh, like the first one, you know, his family was killed. He had nowhere to go. Desperate kid. He's going to take down the big guys and, yeah. You, but it's like now what are they it's like we're just doing that over and over and over <laughs> i feel like that was so much stuff. so i'm curious with this uh, avatar movie because i'm surprised that they expect to keep it going still i mean you yourself was saying how it's been so long since the first one and i felt the same mm -hmm. way like who's the market for this people who i don't know really liked it i guess that's that's what i was thinking too because i was we had family in town for the holidays and uh you know my my parents were talking to me and they're saying like oh you know like a, a lot of people are really excited like they like the first one they want to see it like so clearly a lot of people are going to see it and i'm like my response was well of course people that like the first one are probably really excited that after was it 13 years i think or something they yeah. finally get a sequel of course they're gonna go see it they're excited for it but like i I'm sure there's a lot of people who weren't like quote unquote excited about it that are also going to go see it where it's like, Oh, it's a new big budget film. You know, it's a, it's a spectacle. They're also going to go see it. It'll probably pick up after the holidays. Well, I don't know. I, I'm always like on edge, but not on edge, but like, I'm always like uncertain around the holidays, whether they're going to help or hinder films because it's like, yeah. Oh, it's the holidays. People are spending time with family as opposed to going to the movies, but then it's, it's also the holidays. People are for because so they're going to go to the movies. So I never know like if it, if things will pick up after uh, New Year's or not. Well, but that's just it. I, I just, eh, I, I'm, I'll watch, I'll watch it when it's free to stream or something. That's what I kind of do. Unless it's, I mean, even with, yeah, I mean, there's certain movies that are, you know, big screen spectacles, but movie theaters are sort of kind of dying out in a way with, mm -hmm. well, I mean, after COVID obviously, but I mean, what it's it, like when I go to a theater, I've uh, you know the seats. If I can't get in the center row, if it's a big crowded theater, mm. you know my vision might be askew, or I can't pause it if I go to the bathroom, and yeah. and there's all sorts of things. I went and saw one of the last movies I saw, which was a long time ago. I think it was pre-COVID. Was a Thor movie, one of the Thor movies. Mm -hmm. And they forgot to turn the the, the lights off in half of the theater. <laughs> and I was like, and I had to go complain. So I missed some of it. And I was like, this is bullshit. Why would I bother uh, not staying at home where I can yeah. eat popcorn that costs, doesn't cost $20. So, yeah, it's, it's like 50 cents per pack of popcorn or whatever. Exactly. And that's just, yeah. it's so strange. Cause I think that's a big part of it. Plus you have things now where, because um, that's interesting, too. That's something, too, that sort of happened in the last few days movie-wise is uh, 
the whole DC thing where they're scrapping all the people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always find that fascinating because the, you, why would I go spend money? I don't know. You spend a lot of money to go see what black Adam. So you can see this <laughs> movie that might be okay, but even if it is good, that's yeah. it. He's gone now. They're not, they've said they're not going to make a sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who knows? It's just, it seems so strange to me, but that goes back to my original point. They got the franchise. There's no point to put any paw and any thought into it. It's just going to be a guy fighting a bad guy with jokes thrown in. And, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I liked, uh, I like, a lot, I like the superhero movies and stuff too. It's a you know, certain point And, I like when they do it right. And I really feel like uh, sometimes they do, but uh, sometimes I I think that thing's a whole mess because they'll have one good movie or series and then a bunch Mm -hmm. of shitty ones. So I feel like they, once they get a success, like it happened with, uh, I think it was, I forget which one came out. It was was around the same time as the first suicide squad movie. I don't know if it was guardians of the galaxy, but they made like Marvel made like a, a movie where there it was like supposed to be pretty funny and then they're like oh well that was successful so now we're going to make all of our movies like this and so like they have this theme where like once something is successful they just try and beat that horse to death they just keep hammering home that exact same concept over and over until it stops being as successful and they latch on to something new and they just, yeah. just i don't know no, no, that's exactly. Well, that's yeah, and that's. I didn't really mind it after Endgame. It was like I kind of, I don't know. We'll see where it all goes, but mm-hmm. some of them, because the thing is, is that's true. That's the formula formula they use. But there was when they don't use it. Well, they do. What was that one? There was the one that just came out that well, it was like a year or two ago. That was, I forget. It's the one I. It was all the superheroes I'd never heard of uh that were like uh the eternals was that it oh okay i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah yeah and it was it was kind of unusual and it wasn't really funny it was almost too but that was the thing with like uh dc now they're all on board with james gunn who's the man behind mm-hmm. uh uh guardians of the galaxy yeah. and um they now they're well he did the second suicide squad which was good yeah. Or, yeah. and he does uh well he does peacemaker which is funny because i actually mm-hmm. just rewatched that for some stupid reason but uh, <laughs> which but it was good it's still funny it's a funny show and you know and that's the thing with those that's why i think uh the guardians of the galaxy worked it wasn't spider-man i don't need to hear ever in the, for the rest of my life, I don't ever need to hear how Spider-Man or Batman became who they were. I'll <laughs> never forget, and I'll, I'll, I could tell everybody that story. I don't know why they show it to us over and over. So yeah, it, yeah, no, I, I feel like too. Like I've said it on the show before, I think, where I feel like so many of these movies, where they're it, they're it's not even their focus. It seems it, it's more of we're gonna put this movie out because it leads to this film, which leads to this big climactic finale film, where it's just, it's all these films are just kind of like stepping stones to the actual main film they want to make. I feel like yeah. at times. Oh, for sure. And I'll tell so you like the TV shows, I think than the actual films. Maybe. I, 
That's that's funny. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was actually just going to say that's my huge gripe with the shows because I almost feel like the shows are huge cash grabs where they're just stretching out something that could have been, for example, they could have five minutes in a Thor movie that would explain something, but instead it's going to be two seasons of Loki, which, (laughs) and, and I'm not putting it down. I don't mind it. It's just... I don't know. It's it's lost. Uh, it's lost. The fo- the focus of a good story is um, you want to lose sight. You want to forget you're watching a show. I mean, like yeah. so, like like for like Spider Man. Uh, um, you know, he's. Uh, I always think of like the Sam Raimi Spider Man because I remember seeing that when I was young, and I remember thinking, I want to be a superhero that fights crime (laughs) but it was a hero a guy who was kind of a loser and then nothing's going good and then his uncle dies he's so angry he comes back and gets well he doesn't get the girl but point being (laughs) is it was a it's a fun thing where you wanted him to win at the end you were rooting for him to win Mm. now with these movies it's like uh, here comes like 12 minutes of cgi fighting i don't know who's (laughs) who and uh, then it's going to end. They're going to have these long emotional talks. And uh, and then they're going to have a scene where they walk in slow motion over like a, a Nirvana song. It's like everything's <laughs> the same these days. I can't handle yeah. it. So we'll see. We'll I, see. I was reading something. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. And it was about, I, I don't know if it was the like president of Warner Brothers or something. It was some higher up in Warner Brothers. And they were talking about, you know, our focus right now is on franchises. And yeah. the, the, the big story of the article was they were thinking of uh, redoing all of the Harry Potter films okay. uh, with like a new cast and everything, just redoing them. And they're like, well, obviously we'll have to change it up a little bit. Otherwise, we're just re- like straight up remaking the movies. We're going to ch- tweak them a little bit so they're not identical. But then he's then like the, the little bit of the article was, yeah, we're just focused on franchises. You know, we want to focus on Harry Potter. We want to focus on Game of Thrones. We want to focus on like DC. I think was a was the ones that they listed. Yeah, and it's like I understand it makes them a boatload of money. As a viewer, it's really frustrating because I get, excuse me, I get tired of getting hit over the head with the exact same stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's like with Game of Thrones, like I like Game of Thrones a lot. I'm a huge fan of the the series and the IP in general. Yeah. I like that they're doing a House of the Dragon show. Apparently, they're doing a Jon Snow show as well. Um, I think they're working on like a number of spinoffs or something. Um, and it's nice. I like having the content available. I guarantee you by the time, like the fourth related show rolls out for game of Thrones, I'm going to be somewhat disinterested in it. I'm going to be tired of hearing about game of Thrones and everything like that. And oh, like, yeah. I, I, imagine, I imagine that's what it's like for some Marvel fans at this point where it's just like, I get it. You're picking every little nitty gritty character you possibly can to try and grab a quick buck. I just want yeah. like, original stuff. It's frustrating. And it's also a thing where I feel, well, it's funny because I watched the Game of Thrones, uh, the House of Dragons, but I, I couldn't even, mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to even say it, but uh, I just got really bored in the middle and I haven't even finished it. And <laughs> I, it was okay, but I was just, I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I watched the first one and it was, and it was fun and to watch and I liked it. But it was I was almost watching it more for the novelty of it. Though that's just it. Mm-hmm. I was like the novelty of it. And I thought it was interesting how they were 
what they were doing and I thought how they were kind of putting a, a little spin on it. And there were times mm-hmm. where I didn't even necessarily, I wouldn't even say that I was thrilled with it, but I was interested. I was like, okay, they're going with this and that. And uh, it was yeah. good though. I liked it. And, uh, but then now I feel like with this new one, just watching it, it's like, oh, this is just fan service. This is because people get a big boner over the dragons. And uh, hmm. by the way, I hope I can say things like boner and swear because right, I've been good. You can doing it constantly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll try to slow down. But anyway, yeah, that's just it. That's another, that's what I really kind of am curious to where this is all going because like you said, by the fourth one, I feel like it's going to get really bore, boring. They're saturating <laughs> it. The other thing they're doing with the Marvel stuff is that they are seeing, oh, white men between the age of like 18 and 40 love us so yeah. let we don't need to worry about them now every hero is a woman or a latin american or a middle eastern which is okay i have nothing i'm the thing is is that like uh well it's funny because what was the one what's there's the marvel one that's the uh it's got the guy from star wars the uh uh i uh, forgot the what is it? It's the Knight. Moon Knight, Moon Knight. And it's, it's one of those things where I never really even realized he was a uh, Middle Eastern, I guess. I just I, I mean, I guess yeah. I did when I thought about it. But it's funny. I never thought about those things. I always just thought they were. So when I watched that one, not so much that one, it was the Miss yeah. Marvel one. That one I was like, this is for that one. I was embarrassed to watch. Like, I didn't want like anyone walking in on me watching that because I felt <laughs> it was a little like too childish. So. Mm-hmm. They lost me. And, yeah, it, yeah. I don't know. You, you mentioned like the novelty of, of some of the shows. Like to me, that that was that's part of the thing. Like Game of Thrones, the series comes out and then you have like Netflix making their own like sort of off brand Game of Thrones shows. Like they had a what was it called? The Last Kingdom. They have that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I'm terrible at naming like TV shows and stuff, but there there's so many like knockoff fantasy like high fantasy shows like that all of a sudden and they're like is this the next game of thrones i'm like i'm not looking for the next game of thrones i'm looking for the next cool idea it doesn't have to be game of thrones you know and then, yeah it, that's know. just it i think there. i think you know to be honest i mean i'm i should mention now that i'm super cynical but uh i almost <laughs> feel like they've well you know there was a period of time where like uh uh in the there was a time in, in film and in, in, in production where it was filmmakers people who went to film school mm-hmm. or art school or i guess cgi school then it became a point where it was about money and it was selling it mm-hmm. and those guys aren't very creative so they weren't going to really invent anything but they knew how to take things and then that's what they do so you mm-hmm. get a marvel property and like I say, you don't have to worry about being creative. You just uh, make up a story about something. And uh, that's what I'm finding strange with with so many things. And like, uh, I mean, it's funny because I don't know if you saw the Weird Al movie. Which, I have not uh, seen it. Oh, uh-huh. well, I would recommend that highly. And I would say mm-hmm. I recommend it highly because it's a movie where I got 10 minutes in and I was and my girlfriend and I were like, this is not at all what we were expecting. 
Um, they've surprised us. They've kind of snuck it in and it was a joy to watch from start to finish. Um, it's all made up, right? Like it has nothing to do with his actual life. Basically it's, it's, it's rough. It's loose. Yeah. They basically say that instead of him and Madonna meeting once at the VMAs, it's, they have a, a, a cocaine fueled love affair where they end up killing people. So yeah, things like that. It's very funny. And weird Al is, it's it's great. It's so it's 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 yeah, it's very funny and silly. But it was just that. It was a thing where it was taking something where I didn't I mean, I'm sure he's got a great life, but I couldn't give a shit about Alf, uh, Weird Al's life. I mean, <laughs> I didn't give a shit about uh Freddie Mercury's life. I mean, or that Elvis yeah. movie. That one, I hate to say that one, but that one was I'm not into I, Elf, I don't know anything about, about Elvis. I knew I know it's a thing. I didn't see any like promotions for it ever. I didn't see any like yeah. review. I didn't see anything about it at all. Like if I did, yeah. like we we like scroll through like movies coming out 2022, 2023. Like my girlfriend, I scroll through that a lot just to see what's coming out. If I didn't go through a list like that and see that it was releasing, I never would have known that was a movie that came out. Exactly. I wouldn't. My my girlfriend liked. Well, she liked the. Well, she didn't necessarily like, but she kept saying, "Oh, this is the director that did." Uh, like he did Moulin Rouge and he did, mm. he did like another movie. He's, he's been around for a million years and she, he did one movie she liked, I guess, but I was interested to see just cause I, I don't know. All I know about Elvis is he did old fashioned rock and roll and that he kind of, well, I think of Elvis as being an example of where music became. He's sort of the modern, I don't know, a uh, 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 boy band or, or Justin uh, Justin Bieber. He's a guy who can sing, although yeah. Justin Bieber, I think, writes some of his music, which uh, Elvis didn't. He was just a guy who could sing. Justin Bieber to say one way or another. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost feel like he was discovered by doing YouTube of his own music, but I have yeah. no interest in I do know that. I think, I think that's how he was found. He was singing like a song and on like yeah. a YouTube or something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if he writes his own material, but it was one of those things where, so when going into the movie, I thought, so this is basically a movie glorifying how the music industry sucks, how it's a bunch of uh, uh, model esque posers who don't have a an inch of talent, and they're just being, you know, promoted because back in those days there were record stores. We didn't, you know, so all you had to do was right. get into the record store and you would sell. You know, you didn't have. That. A wide uh, online variety. So, yeah, but it was a horrible movie. And it was basically <laughs> a movie basically saying his manager was the worst person in the world. And he liked black people. He didn't steal their music and get, not give them a cent, which <laughs> is what he did. But nothing against Elvis, but he was just a big, I mean, why the hell? Is Elvis a big, uh, Elvis isn't a big guy. Uh, is that a controversial thing anymore? Nobody cares about it. No, that. I don't think so. He shook his hips. That was his thing, too. He was yeah. uh, sexual. And that was the first thing that happened. First time that happened. But yeah, that movie sucks. the devil or something like that. For your people that, yes, exactly. And they'd only shoot him from the hips up. And <laughs> they didn't really cover that in this movie. The other thing, too, is he had like a major... Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff about it. Uh, I because I saw a show about it and it was saying how 
he was a bit, you know, had a lot of drug problems and they didn't touch on that really. Yeah. So, but whatever, Elvis is, I don't know. I guess the Freddie Mercury should be the more modern one, but that one I didn't see either really. Yeah. Now it, it's interesting too, because so many of these times too, you see these movies coming out about specific like famous people and they're just like so much of it is made up just out of thin air. Like the weird owl one is supposed to be goofy and ridiculous. So I understand that. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, they even market it in such a way, but they had the, uh, uh, what was the movie Anna de Armas was in? Uh, oh, yeah. What was that? Uh, Blonde. What? I, oh, my God. I can't think of the woman's name. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't think of her name for some reason. But like that, yeah. like, the majority of that movie is just made up. It's just complete. They take a few like major life events just to like help people relate to it. And then the rest of it's just nonsense. Like there's I, I mean, I haven't seen the film, but like I'm basing it off of like what you know reviews and people i know have said about the film and like yeah it's it's you know it's just all made up to like portray her as having like a worse life than she actually had or whatever it's just like it's just bizarre but they portray the film like in the marketing it's like you know the unbelievable true story and it's like it's so weird to me how lenient they are about that sort of thing in marketing where it's like it's based on a true story and by based on a true story this was a real person that lived at one point in time Everything else is made up. It seems so often with all these. Yeah, that's why that Weird Al movie is so good because it is like basically addressing exactly what you're talking about. It's kind of made for the 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 attitude you're describing, where they come right out with like uh, I think his dad works in a coal mine in a way that just would not be possible in the era he lived and his and, and his dad wasn't a coal miner and then like yeah. again the submachine gun shooting and stuff they go right into this is ridiculous and made up which is funny because it does it does almost uh harken back to these shows where like you say it's all perfect and they never talk about how they were I don't know, awful people or sleeping with, you know, Elvis slept mm-hmm. with so many underage girls and this and that, and they don't bring that stuff up because it's uh, uncomfortable, I guess. For yeah. Did you see the uh, Nicolas Cage movie? The I think it was The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I, think it was I haven't, but I want to see that real bad. And it's funny because I was just talking to somebody about that this morning. <laughs> I, so. we went into it thinking like, oh, this is whatever. You know, I don't, I had no expectations whatsoever. I was like, I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. It just, it is what it is. Nicholas Cage. So he'll be acting like over the top, I imagine. And yes. then Pedro Pascal's in it. And I was like, hey, he's a good actor. And we watched it. And it was like a, a thoroughly entertaining movie. It was really good. I, I was, I don't know if yeah. I had gone into it with high expectations, if I would have been disappointed, but <laughs> I went into it just like whatever. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Exactly. Well, that's just what I'm kind of, yeah, that's what I was expecting. And that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to actually like sit and watch it because <laughs> that's one of those movies that kind of f- came and went almost, it seems mm-hmm. like. But that's it's, again, it's it goes, weird, but it was like, all right, this is cool. Yeah. A nice, nice concept for a movie. But that, that's what seems to go back to this whole, I mean, not to be beating a dead horse, but that's what this whole. Uh, marketing a brand it's like that was not able to be marketed 
in a way where they could say, this is a weird movie. I haven't seen it, but I know kind of the premise. Uh, and like, this is a, is a wild ride and blah, blah, blah. They couldn't ex- really explain it without telling you exactly what it was. Yeah. But I don't know. There was uh, the other movie that came around around that time. What was that one movie? It was the guys who did uh, Swiss Army Man. Um, and it was uh, Everything All at Once, All the Time. What was it called? Or something no, like Everything that? Everywhere All at Once. I think. Yeah, yeah. And that was a movie that was fun and uh, an original concept and not based on, a, well, I mean, a, a well-known, I guess, uh, a brand. Yeah. But uh, and that was real fun. And um, I remember those two movies kind of being around the same time and uh, find that sort of refreshing and thinking, oh, this might be the new trend. We're not going to be doing nothing but Marvel movies. And now I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Movies are so over with, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, so many of them are, are just franchises or just remakes. That's that's getting frustrating, too. There's that. Like, then there's things where like they're god awful. Like, well, they're not going to do the Wonder Woman three now. And I'm mm-hmm. on. A, I I got a lot of uh, controversy because I thought that second one was garbage. I mean, everyone people might like it. I was just shocked. I thought this is like three hours of of eighties <laughs> jokes. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like look, they break dance, and look, there's they have funny pants, and I don't know. Yeah. And then it was. And when I see something like that, I see Gal Gadot as the executive producer. So I know she's not going to allow herself to be presented in any way Mm -hmm. that makes her feel uncomfortable or or ugly or fat or whatever she doesn't want to be, which is okay. But I like it when they get a little. That's why this Nicolas Cage movie I kind of I'm interested in it because apparently, you know, he's himself confronted himself. Exactly. Yeah, some of these people seem to be so far up their own asses anymore. That's and that's the thing with the Weird Al Yankovic movie. It's almost like the premise is, why would you watch a Weird Al Yankovic movie? That's ridiculous. (laughs) Watch this instead. So, and and it's funny because that's another interesting phenomenon that I'm have a theory on. Because I watched uh, the HBO show. I watch a lot of TV. I don't do anything but watch TV. Uh, mm-hmm. But I watched the one on HBO about uh, the uh, Psychic Friends Network. And mm-hmm. uh, I was expecting it to be very exciting. And it was super boring. And it was nothing. And it was uh, it was um, almost like saying, look at how this horrible thing happened. And then it ended. And I thought, this is... This is I could make a movie like this every day. Like, look at how I was five minutes late to getting to my parking spot and I got a ticket. It's like it was a huge build up to uh, I don't know. Some people lost some money, I guess. But yeah. but it was it's just the, movies. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. But I was thinking my point is, is they're basing it on these real real reality shows or reality, whatever. Kind of going back to that thing about the biopics. But they mm-hmm. got nothing. The exciting stories are over. yeah that's the thing too like a lot of these people like they they're interesting people but it's not exciting it's not something that people are like oh i'm actually really excited to learn more about it they live interesting lives but it's not thrilling you know what i mean yeah so like they'll they'll make these biopics about them where it's like all right we have to you know add some manufactured drama just to draw people into the film itself as opposed to telling the true story yeah 
Yeah, and it's funny because reality, it's, that's almost a reaction to reality TV, which was the the opposite of that. It's instead of telling a story, it was just, let's get a bunch of, let's find weird people or psychopathic people and let's mm. just get them drunk and videotape them. Mm. And, uh, and it works and it is funny to watch and it's a very, you know, it's fun to watch the Real Housewives uh, throw food at each other. <laughs> but it is a strange thing because that that is what is entertaining because and it, 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 there's no buildup there's no story or you know hero overcoming you know challenges to whatever mm -hmm. it is just these are awful people let's kind of watch how awful they are and yeah. and then it's almost like let's make fun of how they don't realize how awful they are but yeah because actual reality tv would be so boring yeah it's like, oh here's people going to their job they're kind of bored with it and they're going home, they're making dinner and exactly. they're going to bed. It's not yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like in the, yeah. And the, and like real problems would be things like, uh, Oh, I got a flat tire. I'm going to have to put the spare on or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. money's tight. We're going to have to drop one of our streaming services. <laughs> like that'd be the big deal. It's like, Oh man, what are they going to do? I'll tune in next week to see if they get rid of Hulu or exactly, you know, it's like, but that's just, and that's, yeah. And that's what it seems like. It's like you watch things to be entertained, but who knows? Then it goes back. Yeah. I don't even know. I've been sort of uh, like, I don't know for the last four months or so, I've been sort of on a bit of a hiatus watching lots of television. <laughs> I don't know how much more of this I can do. I think I'm going to have to stop because, uh, I think I've gotten as stupid as I can, and if I watch any more, it's over. But I was yeah. gonna say, uh, going back to like our franchise discussion, I pulled up like upcoming movies for 2023. You have yeah, like Super Mario Brothers, which is part of the Mario franchise. I'll consider. You have John Wick, the fourth one. You got Shazam, which is DC. Yeah, and then you have The Little Mermaid, which isn't <laughs> what I would call franchise, but that's a, another remake. Uh, you've got Ant-Man, the Wasp, Quantumania, which is the Marvel one. Yeah. Uh, this isn't loading in, so I can't see what that actually says. You got another Transformers movie. <laughs> uh, you got Aquaman, 10th Fast and Furious movie, Gardens of the Galaxy. Ava I don't know why that shows that. It's, it says Avatar 4 2026. I don't know why that popped up. Craven uh, uh, the Hunter, which I'm assuming is like a Marvel or DC character. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, the Marvels, uh, that's Dune a Mar Part Two. Uh, yeah, it, it's just so well. That's all changing now. That's all movies. changed over the last week or two because of uh, now uh, James Gunn of Guardians of the Galaxy fame has they've booted out Zack Snyder. They're done with the Zack Snyder DC universe, which was all dark mm -hmm. and brooding. And they're gonna take uh, James Gunn is doing it now. They've yeah. announced that they're scrapping Wonder Woman three, which was all set to go. It was the director, uh, writer of the first two, and and that one's gone. They're gonna do. I think Aquaman's done, so that's gonna come out. And Black Adam mm -hmm. obviously is done and coming out. But I think those are. Well, that was the other thing too. They announced. Uh, I think a little while ago that Henry Cavill was coming back for Cavill, whatever yeah, was coming gone. back. He's gone now. 
He's doing um, a Warhammer show for Amazon, I guess. What's that? He's doing like a Warhammer show for Amazon. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, I. Uh, he's executive producing it and acting in it, I guess. Interesting. I don't know anything about that universe, but people seem to be really excited about it. I know like vaguely, like an out, like space, like they're space marines and things like that, but I, I couldn't tell you any bit of like actual lore. <laughs> Yeah, that's just it. Well, that's the, it's funny because that's the thing I'm wondering. I mean, this is all stuff no one really knows. And, um, mm -hmm. But there's there, there's kind of two camps. There are these streaming services where occasionally there'll be something that comes up that is very uh, of quality, that will be fun to watch. And I'm trying to think of things because it seems like there's been quite a few here and there that are just fun little things to watch. Or they might even be in that universe. Like I said, I didn't mind the Peace. I liked the Peacemaker uh, show. It was fun and mm -hmm. heartfelt and silly at times. And But uh, then the other ones, I was just like, I don't care about the serious ones. And then Black Adam, I just don't care about. So I just wonder how far they can push these. But anyway, the point being is, is they're doing that where they'll have these, mo these monster things. Then they'll have the one little bright light on streaming that will kind of mm -hmm. come up and uh, be fun to watch. And so it might be something like that. I know a lot of people liked, uh, what was that other thing he was involved in that was on Netflix? Butcher. Yes, that's it. That's Yeah, right. yeah, and yeah. they butchered that. Like, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not super familiar with the books in the Witcher series, but I know like he's a huge fan of it apparently. Yeah. And they just fought with him the entire time. The people making the show actively hated the source material and they wanted to change it to their own thing. And he's like, no, I want to stick to the lore. I want to be, you know, you know, faithful to the original work. And uh, they argued with him to the point where he just left the series. Now they're going to do their whole thing. I imagine that show is going to tank after he's gone. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I can't like, I just can't wrap my head around. It. It's like, oh, here's an here's the thing people really like. I'm going to ignore the thing they like and just make up my own story. It's like it seems incredibly arrogant to me. I understand from like a marketing point of view from Netflix, there's they don't care as long as it makes money. It's yeah. like, yeah, we'll use the Witcher name, you know, to, to sell mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, it's like, I it's so weird to me. Like even with him leaving like a uh, Superman, it doesn't make sense to me because it's like this is a guy that people are going to pay to come see him play Superman. People were so excited when he uh, was in Black Adam briefly at the end, and you know, he said, "Hey, I'm coming back as Superman." People went nuts. They're so excited. And then they kick him out of it again. It's like, it seems like that was like, it seems like such an obvious mistake. It's like people, you could print so much money. Just put him in as Superman. It doesn't matter how good the movie is. People are going to come see him. Yeah. It's so bizarre to me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, that's just it. That's the other side of it too, is like these decisions that are made are they, somebody's somebody somewhere is saying, uh, Marvel's making more money than us. We got to come up with it. Let, get James Gunn. And yeah. that's all they do. Then James Gunn steps in. What is he going to do? He doesn't know what he's... I mean, I'm not putting him down or anything, but he, he's he's just a guy. He's no... Yeah. You know, and uh, the funny thing is, is that the first thing I ever th remember James Gunn from was he wrote uh, the... Was it the Dawn of the Dead remake in the was it 90s yeah. and that was Zack snyder's directorial debut so it's funny mm -hmm. how 
he's sort of taking that over now. He's taking DC over now. But again, so now this is going to be the the vision. Now Superman's going to be like lighthearted or I don't know. It all That's the weird thing to me is DC has never seemed to be their own thing where it's like, all right, we're going to watch what Marvel does and then attempt to copy that as best we can. And it's like, that's not why people like DC. I don't think. It's like, yeah. And I'm not like a huge comic book guy, but like based on what I've heard, you know, online and based on what like other guests have talked to me about on the show here, DC is more known for having like those slightly grittier storylines and things like that. And that's why people liked it like darker. And, oh, yeah. uh, and they're like, all right, let's copy Marvel, be goofy and weird. And it's like, that's not what people want. Exactly. Like, whether or not you liked the Batman, the Robert Pattinson Batman, I enjoyed that movie. Oh, but it's yeah. like, that was a darker toned movie. Like it, it was fitting. Well, the, and the funny thing is, is that you're totally right because DC, I, well, I mean, I should probably check, but I think DC <laughs> stands for detective comics. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Because originally and Batman originally was a detective. He dressed mm-hmm. like a bat to intimidate people, but it wasn't but he a used, men- like actual detective skills. Yes, he wasn't a superhero. And uh, that's what's kind of funny is that it is that way. And it is that grittier thing. And yeah, it's funny that they, yeah, they, they should be going into that more. But I, there's a few things with that. I think they feel like, what could they do? Like a lot of people didn't like uh, Batman versus Superman because it was so violent. Mm. Um, And whether it was, that was a little over the top and silly but mm-hmm. well for example um a good example would be we're gonna beat this dc thing to death but uh the justice league <laughs> thing which was a million years ago but uh they yeah. did the movie and then i'm assuming you've saw the the re uh, the whatever the the whatever they call it the, the Zack snyder, snyder version cut. yes yeah. yeah and yeah. it was a better movie it made more sense it was really long, but I it wasn't a little I over three. Is it, I forget. Is it three hours and two minutes or is it four? I forget. I think it's four hours. I feel like it's so long. It's so long, but it made more sense. There were things that minutes. made sense. Okay. <laughs> too oh, long. Really? Yeah. Too yeah. Long. Anything, I, I, in my opinion. I agree. Well, that's just it. They could have made it into that and like a four-parter. But the the problem with that is that you can't make a a, a three-parter where you have to see all three parts because you're going to lose money on people that didn't see the first two. And they need to be able to walk into the third and stumble through it and have fun. So it's a mess. It's all horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this is ever going to work. It's, I, that's why I'm just like, just again, I feel like a lot of those are going back to what we said earlier. It's like the films that they kind of view them as just stepping stones to the next big thing. It's mm. like, I feel like if they just slowed down and said, all right, let's just make a great Batman movie. Let's just make a great, you know, Aquaman movie or a Wonder Woman movie. And let's focus on that. And then if it does well, we're going to focus on making a second great Batman movie or whatever. Oh, yeah. As opposed but- to. All right, we need to make a Batman movie that connects to Aquaman, that connects to Wonder Woman, that connects to the Justice League, because we need to set up this big universe. It, it just feels cheap, and I think it's it's really obvious what they try to do a lot of times. It's hard to, oh, yeah. for people to get as invested as they otherwise might when they're just realizing like, oh, I'm only watching this movie 
so I know what's going on for the next eight films. <laughs> it's like, well, there's that um, exactly. There's that, and the other side of it too is that, uh, or part of it is that uh, it's it's easier to come. Well, put it this way: you can make uh, you can come with a beautiful story. We'll come up with a little story about a. Uh, a blind man who falls in love and he writes a beautiful opera and uh, he gets the girl, et cetera, et cetera. You could do something like that, but nobody likes opera. The blind thing is a little upsetting to people, so it's not going to sell. So you could have mm-hmm. a great story. It's just not going to make a lot of money. It might be considered one of the best movies ever made, but it's not a moneymaker. They don't. So they're right out of the gate. They don't care about that one. That one's never going to go anywhere. Then it gets to, um, you could do it where, like you're saying, you could make uh, four Superman movies or four superhero movies or four movies. We'll make them anything of anything. Have creative people come in. But if only one of them works, they want to make more money. They want to guarantee. I think they want to take it out of that world of a creative thing. And I want to think, I think they want people to just watch uh, like these uh, networks, like watch the Disney Plus and just be like, oh, Mm -hmm. look, this is the Hulk. This is the world. Look, they're drinking the same made up concoction that they drank in the movie this is fun this is almost like i'm watching the movie because the guy who played the hotel clerk in the movie is playing a hotel clerk in this tv show and it's like so ridiculous that that is the selling point point being is that but that probably gets them enough percentage of viewers that would be the Mm -hmm. same amount as if they did a movie they just didn't do well and bombed and they're probably thinking right. so that i mean it takes all the creativity out of it because and that's where again that's what i was saying in the beginning it's uh the same thing it's happened in the music world too what's that it's not i feel like it's a science now as opposed to being like let's come up with the most creative story we can it's literally what's the most marketable story we can possibly come up with like it's, exactly. it's almost like it's just a numbers game almost it is. It's it's it's, it's lowest common denominator, uh, test audiences. It's um, riding the waves. Where if uh, something like you know, there was the whole thing with the Johnny Depp, uh, Amber, what's her name, and how that was going to affect Aquaman too, and and now that's all over with. No one really cares anymore. But I almost wonder if Aquaman two would have come out a, a little earlier had that whole mm. thing not happened because I was reading how she was made to look bad in that, uh, that court battle and Aquaman didn't like that. Aquaman's a winner. He's not going to lose to Johnny Depp. So <laughs> that's where, but it's one of those things where those, those, uh, spread it out again. The, the, uh, well, what's that when there's things where, um, yeah, they do it constantly where they shoot movies and they'll shoot, uh, basically the entire movie. Uh, justice league was one of those. They basically shot the entire movie and then started over. So, yeah. and that's so many dollars for what they, they did that with it's the so original, ridiculous. like I said, they did that with the original suicide squad. The first one they yes, saw i think yes. it was Guardians of the galaxy I, I, that's why i said the first I, i'm assuming I'm, I'm correct on that i could be wrong but one no of the i think you're films, right yeah yeah they, because they it had like, the... oh, that was really successful we're gonna reshoot a bunch of scenes in suicide squad to make it funny or attempt to and exactly uh, it's just, it was a really jarring film 
And they do the thing where they walk in slow motion towards the camera yeah. over a Nirvana song or something else. <laughs> I say Nirvana, but you can pick the song. But yeah. they do that now. And that's what's it, so that's just it. So they did that right at the beginning of the second one, too. Exactly. Yeah, I think and that's why it's just so, standing in front of a big American flag walking towards the camera exactly. in a line, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and that's what they do in Peacemaker all the time. But at that point, I almost felt like. Is he making fun of himself? Because at this point, this is kind of making fun of that. But now I can't wait because now we're going to have like a whole DC universe where it's just going to be people doing that. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's I don't know. It's all know. crazy. I'm just glad that they're letting the Matt Reeves Batman continue as like untouched. I'm yeah, I, I like that, the most recent one. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, too, because I wasn't really sure about that. I was I didn't know much about that. I know that they want to make yeah. a Joker, too, because they're making the Joker, too. They're making the Batman, two as of yet yeah, unnamed. I think they're still doing a, a show about the Penguin. Ooh, okay. uh, if I, correctly. I think there was one other thing, but I don't remember exactly. And, um, see, well, and again, that's another example of how. Who knows? It's just so silly. Because the Joker was successful. That was sort of a surprise, I'm assuming. Mm. And uh, it was directed by, what's his name? The uh, the Hangover guy. So that's a perfect example of how they, 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 they did the unexpected thing. They did the non, um, uh, what would you say, the non-predictable thing. It worked. So what do they do? Now that's the predictable thing that we're going to do over and over. So who knows? It's it's also uh, kind of silly. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I just, like I said, I, I, I wish they'd come out with more unique individual films. Like I said, even with, like, with uh, Henry Cavill and his Warhammer 40K uh, Amazon show, I imagine if it does well, they'll have like a number of spinoff shows because that seems to be a thing. It's like, Oh, we can use this already established, uh, like universe. And I will just make a bunch of shows based in the exact same universe. And what they'll probably do is end up stretching themselves too thin. He won't be able to focus on every single one of them equally. And so it'll slowly decline because it's not getting the attention it deserves. And then people will stop watching it and they'll call it a, you know, a failure. Yeah. That's my assumption. Well, that's just, I mean, the sad thing is, is now it's just a matter of coming up with things and watching them play out. And again, it's all these properties. It's, it's do a property. Cause I saw, what was it? Uh, I was just talking about this with my girlfriend last night. Uh, Oh, cause she didn't know they did it. I mean, I think that's what it is, right? They're doing uh, the fresh Prince of Bel Air, the Will Smith, but now mm-hmm. it's called, what's it called? Fresh Bel Air. I think it's one word. Mm-hmm. And it's a drama. They did it with Teen Wolf, where they took the silly comedy and they're making it. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. And they're making it this drama. That to me is the stupidest thing in the world. Why don't they just have a show called, uh, I don't know, Philadelphia Guy? And it's about a guy from Philadelphia, born and raised. He gets in some trouble and he moves out to this rich kids area. But it's serious. (laughs) This isn't a comedy. And they really think that that, I mean, I guess that's just it. They need the Fresh Prince people. They need enough Fresh Prince 
TV show people who are, yeah. there's no reason to assume they will like this show at all because they like stupid zany comedies. Plus they're all in their fifties now. So what they, <laughs> I mean, they're not going to watch this. So they're doing that. And that's their plan because they must assume uh, enough people will tune in to hate on it and not watch it again to give it an, a little bit of a boost. And then that will keep it going because it's not the same show. Uh, yeah. And as long as if you don't have Carlton dancing in it, it's not the French Fresh Prince. That's all I can say. So I don't know what they're thinking, but yeah like i said there's just so many rehashed ideas as opposed to coming up with unique ones yeah um, and i i get it like there's been so many films over the years where and tv shows where it's like a remake of like the thing by john carpenter was a remake of i forget when the original one came out oh but yeah like, uh but yeah that was like a million years ago yeah but it's but see, that's the, yeah, and that's almost a good example of the thing I just said because you could have called that monster from outer space or something, because his mm -hmm. is a lot, uh, uh, yeah, d grittier and scarier than the first one. It's funny. It's funny you should bring that up because uh, yesterday I watched. I like I said, I I like to watch bad movies. They're much more entertaining than good movies. I watched uh, The Fly 2, but it was the remake of The Fly that was the David Cronenberg Fly, which yeah. was a remake of the original 50s movie Fly. But that movie had a Fly 2. And this movie is the sequel to that. or It is the remake of... It's a whole thing. Either way, it's, it's horrible and very fun to watch because uh, just because it's weird and eric roberts is in or not eric roberts uh eric stoltz is in it mm -hmm. and uh he did it right before he did uh back to the future and was uh, which is that's another perfect example of what we're talking about he was in the original back to the future my girlfriend was telling me this i wasn't really too aware of it they shot a bunch of the movie and then they said he's not funny and they got rid of him and got michael j fox Yeah, doesn't doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he's a, it's, it's kind of a bummer for the poor Eric Stoltz. You know, he never really went anywhere. Well, I <laughs> yeah, he was let that. go after six weeks of production because the filmmakers thought he was just not the right fit for the role. Yeah, and it's I mean you got to admit Michael J. Fox it became you know what it became because of that I guess you know chemistry and all. But it sounds like I'm it was waiting more for than the the showrunners. Based on this, yeah. he says he insisted that the movie was not a comedy. He thought it was a tragedy. And wow. they wanted it to be a comedy. Wow. Well, see, now that's what's funny about Fly 2, because he's, I think he's a serious guy, I'm guessing, this uh, Eric Stoltz. Okay. I don't know much about him. I know he's in Mask. That was his big claim to fame. And... Uh, but that was a weird movie too, because he had no facial expressions in it. But it's it's yeah. See now that's that. I'm wondering if they're gonna do, they're gonna do the Back to the Futures. They're redoing the Ghostbusters. It's just all horrible. What the hell? They can't do anything good anymore. Yeah. What is the newest franchise that they could take advantage of? I 
I mean, Stranger I could Things invent... is one that I wouldn't be surprised if they did spinoffs and stuff for it. I could see uh, that happening too. I, that's a weird one too, though, because that's I don't know. I'm wondering where that would. Yeah, I don't know. Some of I uh, yeah, I, I I watched all of them. I don't remember any of them, but I I saw the whole thing. I remember Winona Ryder's in it. I remember they go to Russia. Mm-hmm. God, I don't remember anything of it. It's crazy. I can't keep track. It's an entertaining of enough show. I think it's overrated. Oh, I like it. So I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I no, I don't give it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. My girlfriend and I watch it when it comes out. But the way it's like this whole cultural like phenomenon, where it's like, oh my god, this is by far the best show ever made. I'm just like, not that people are necessarily saying that, but it's like that's the vibe it kind of gets at times. I'm like, it's a good show. It's better than most of the stuff on TV. But I'm not like going losing my mind for it. Like it's this absolutely amazing thing. No, that's exactly what it is. Cynical. <laughs> no, no, that's exactly what it is. No, what it is is you're right because these are fun things. I mean, put it this way: Star Wars. Star Wars was a fun movie because it was about this loser who lived in a farm in the <laughs> middle of nowhere, who had uh, nothing going for him and had nothing to live for, and was desperate to have an adventure. And he got the adventure. He got to be- rescue the beautiful princess. Of course, we find out it's a sister, but we didn't at the time, uh, or we should. Well, at the time, you weren't supposed to. But point George being, Lucas might not have known at the time either. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's just it. And when you watch it, you kind of yeah. So it's one of those things where how could you guess that? That's just crazy anyway. Mm-hmm. But um it's funny because so that's the story the story was exciting i like i remember being when i was a, a little kid i remember the first time i ever saw raiders of the lost ark i remember going into my backyard and pretend and i remember my grandma had an automatic garage door and i was closing it and sliding under it and <laughs> at the time i was thinking this is what's fun about this i couldn't care less about hitler i couldn't care less about any of this stuff it was fun to see him get trapped and get out of it you know and it was funny because he hated snakes and he got trapped with snakes and that was fun and it was a joyous occasion it was by no it was not citizen kane it could have been a tv show it could have been a cartoon for all i cared but it was Mm -hmm. big and the thing is is i think that's what happens is that it's like you said with the Stranger Things. It's a good idea. We don't, everything can't be Star Wars. It can't change mm-hmm. the world, but who knows? It like, it, it's an entertaining show. It's a good show. Oh, yeah. But it's, like, it's weird to me, like, how people are like, this is so good. It's like, it, I feel like every time some, like, new good show comes out, it's praised as being, uh, like, amazing. Where in reality, I think, there's just so much mediocre content coming out that people are so excited about good content. No, I I think that's, that's exactly what it is. That's, that's exactly what it is. And gosh, you know, I watched again, so I watched something this weekend, my girlfriend and I watched it and we, at the end of it, we were saying the same thing, kind of like that was a fun, entertaining movie. I got all the way through it. I was never bored. I was never looking at my phone to see how much longer that never happened. That being said, if I never hear of it or see it again, life <laughs> goes on. And yeah. that's what I liked and it was fun. And, and the thing is, is the guy who wrote that, 
should write another good movie which is the other mm-hmm. thing too is that a good movie i actually uh full disclosure i used to work in uh film in los angeles and i worked uh-huh. on a lot of horrible movies that uh no one will like <laughs> i shouldn't say that a lot of them are very good movies but they weren't a lot of them big they were you know uh netflix kind of stuff mm-hmm. um but uh, quality actors, you know, big actors, big names, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that's just it. You'd get a big name. You'd get a big producer um, or, or things like that. And or, or, or quality, quality producer, quality name. They've done good stuff. But it's some, you never know. You never know if they're going to be able to capture the magic or, or, you know, they always say how like Star Wars, for example, is saved in the editing and there's youtube videos galore that will show you that um so it's just one of those things i think that's the problem that's art that's life life is a a crapshoot and business is we want a guarantee and uh that's why business and life should never never intertwine yeah Yeah. there you go going back to what you said about star wars here real quick it is weird to me i feel like I'm not saying that Star Wars is bad, but I think like Star Wars as a franchise is incredibly overrated as well. And this is me oh. being cynical again. But like you had the original three films, which were, you know, at the time amazing, like visually and everything like that. And I'm not going to hold that against them now that it's dated. I mean, those they came out in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say crap on it. But like then you have you have those people like them. Then you have the prequels, which I think relatively speaking, people dislike those. Obviously, oh, yeah. a lot of Star Wars fans like them, but I think as a whole, they're disliked. Yeah. If you want to scale. Then you have the new ones that came out, uh, the sequels. I think as a whole, people kind of disliked those based on like the vibes I get, where it's like the the episode, what, seven, people are like, this is too much like the original film. And then I forget what the complaints were about the other ones. Uh, the second one, the second one, I remember, but well, I don't know if they were complaints, but the second one rewrote everything people didn't like in the first film. So okay. it made it ridiculous to even. Ha- yeah. So that was a complaint I always remember hearing. And I know in the third one, people were complaining about like Palpatine coming back or whatever. Yeah. And just, they were complaining about how it ha- like how forced it was to connect to the originals. So like you have that. So there's now six movies out of the nine that people have like issues with. Then you have like Rogue One, which I think people actually like that one. I, I actually like that one. I'm not a yeah. huge Star Wars guy, but I like that one. That was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. You have like the the different shows like Mandalorian, which is, in my opinion, like average. It's not amazing. Yeah. Every episode is him going to a place, fixing his ship, solving the locals problems and then moving on. But yeah, whatever, it's not bad. See, that's um, that's I would say about that exactly what you said about the, the that's one of those shows where I say, yeah, that's a good show. It's not great, but, yeah, you know, just, if it was on at 80 okay. o'clock, I'd watch it. Yeah. You have that. I'm trying to think what other you have the Andor, which is the new one, which yeah. people said was either people love it or hate it. I feel like I don't it's not it's like there's no middle ground based on whatever. Have you, have you seen it? Like it? No, okay. no I don't have Disney Plus. It's a, oh, OK. Well, it's not bad. It's actually. Yeah. If you liked Rogue One, it's the lead up to Rogue One. Yeah, that's what I've heard people like it because it's not over the top ridiculous Star Wars. It's more grounded. It you know, is. It's, it's the little guys on the ground sort of thing. And, and um, there's things. The thing too. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. The Boba Fett one is. There's the Boba Fett one. I heard was bad. 
that one's weird because Boba Fett is really old and fat in it. <laughs> And nothing against that, but I'm just saying he's supposed to be this like super cool bounty hunter mm-hmm. and he's playing himself when he was 20 years old, but he's not. Yeah. And it's <laughs> really just awkward to watch. It's like they they wanted the guy from the movie, I think, which is just ridiculous because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know, but Boba Fett's first appearance, not Empire Strikes Back. It's in the much hated uh, Star Wars uh, Christmas special. There's a, an animated, uh, a little animated piece in that that uh, stars Boba Fett, which they based some of the show on because he rides a thing and that's how they knew he rode this animal. But it's ridiculous because Boba Fett was like in five minutes of the whole movie and he dies in the third one. And here's something I'm going to contend, a controversial subject here. Uh, the third one sucks too. And people don't like hearing that, but watch the third one. That one sucks too. The first two are good. And I'll give you the third one because it was in the early ones, but yeah. they it's the Ewoks are shitty. Um <laughs> It looks uh, they don't, they're they're blowing up the Death Star again. Yeah. Um, the there's yeah there's so many mis mislaid things there that are crazy. Like Han Solo doesn't even need to be in it anymore. He's just <laughs> in it because they need to unfreeze him at the beginning to prove yeah. that he lived. So it's crazy. Uh, the other one was the uh, Obi Wan show, which people are like, "What's the yeah. point of this?" It's That's- like there's no threat to him at any point in time because you know exactly what happens to him. And they, exactly. I, I was told he's kind of he doesn't fight Darth Vader, and I guess it doesn't make sense because like in one of the other films he's like, oh, I haven't seen you in since like whatever, and they're like, oh, well, that just doesn't add up anymore. There's they're a like, bunch of that exactly. Yeah. They do the worst thing where they say at the end he says to the little Princess Leia, "You've got to mm-hmm. pretend you never met me, no matter <laughs> what," which is just so <laughs> stupid. It's yeah. like from now on, no matter what happens, if we have a big adventure, you've got to go through the whole adventure pretending you don't know me. <laughs> like he literally says that to her. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And well, when I was, the whole point I was making was like, you have so many of these movies and shows like we're such a small percentage of it is like stuff that people actually like, even the fans. But yeah, it's still revered as this big, like amazing franchise. And it blows my mind. I'm like, I can't imagine putting out two to three good movies out of nine and then having like a number of shows that are disliked and yet still being like a wildly successful franchise. It just blows my mind how successful it is considering how much people dislike the majority of the content surrounding it. That's just it. Well, you know, it's almost like here's a, here's a good analogy. Well, I was going to say I've never been to prison, but it's like prison food. Prison food probably sucks. I've always heard it sucks. They do it in movies. It's better than that. Uh, yeah. And occasionally there's probably like a, something that tastes better than what you had the day before. Mm. But it's still prison food. And that's where <laughs> Star Wars has become. It's, a, it's yeah. all you're going to get. Sure. You want to go out there and have some freedom and eat some food out there in the real world. You're never going to get that. You're stuck in this Star Wars prison where it's all you get. So you better like Andor because the other meal is going to be shittier than that. And so 
You know, if you thought Andor was disgusting, wait till they get to Boba Fett season two. That's going to be a <laughs> nightmare or. Yeah. And then the animated ones are weird, too. That's the other problem, too. I got to watch this. They what like if weird one shot ones, right? Yeah. 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 It's I all that even came out. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. There was that one. And then. Yeah. And that was it's okay to watch but it's it's it's, it's in the same canon because it's it's animated and i know that the that's the problem with all of it it's all just ridiculous plus that what are they going to do what would the new star wars movie be what could they possibly do it's just i don't know what they could do i actually tried to watch the third one or the ninth one a few months ago and it's just like oh god it's just every five minutes it's like (laughs) They just shove so much stuff in your face. I didn't know what was happening. Mm. And I'm supposed to feel all this stuff. They're doing that thing where C-3PO is like, I want to say goodbye to my friends. I'm thinking, you met these people like a week ago. <laughs> Fuck these people. They mean nothing to you. It's like yeah. like Han Solo or like Obi-Wan. All those guys are dead now. And you're going on about what? Like, I don't know. I don't know their names. I keep forgetting their Ray, Ray and Finn. Yeah, I don't know what that even means. <laughs> I don't know. Well, see, there you go. I guess the message is, is people should just sit at home and make up your own story. Don't bother. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> well, why doesn't that happen? You know, that's the funny thing when I remember when like it's funny with podcasting. This is a good thing about podcasting. And I'll tell you, if people want to listen to my show, when podcasting came out, uh, I was actually working, it was about, man, it was a long time ago. I was getting, I'm getting older by the minute, but uh, <laughs> I was working at a recording studio and they had uh, like a, an AM, it was like a hipster AM radio station in Detroit that uh, people, I, nobody, it was like, you know, five people that lived in the city that went to Wayne State University listened to it. Yeah. But this studio had a, a, a radio show to promote the bands that came through and um, they had me take it over and they said, why don't you do a podcast? And it was just do whatever you want. You can do anything you want. Don't worry about um, anything. Just play the music of the people that come in here because it's part of our package. And it was what I did. And it was fun and it was free form and strange and entertaining. Mm-hmm. I hope point being YouTube was the same way when YouTube came out. It was like, yeah. let's make a bunch of stupid videos and put them on YouTube. And my friends and I would make stupid little videos and put them on YouTube. Well, now all of it seems different. Now it seems like it's, it's commercialized. It's all yeah. commercialized. It's Joe Rogan or Joe Rogan, which I mean, we're do, I do it on my show as well. I do vary from it a little bit, though. So if you want to swing, people want to hear that. <laughs> but it's the whole, you know, let's sit and talk, which I do like that because I like hearing normal people. I don't give a yeah. shit what Johnny Depp thinks. I want to hear what you think. <laughs> and so... But it has gone, when I first started doing the podcast, I thought, oh, this will be like pirate radio. Or in San Francisco, there's like a, a experimental radio uh, stations that I would listen to once in a while through the internet. But mm-hmm. I always thought, oh, this is, what, this is what podcasting will become. And same with like YouTube, you know, this will be a chance for the next Fellini or the next David Lynch to make his really 
totally not commercials movie, but it will be finally have an audience. Yeah. And yeah. And then of course that all gets ruined, so, <laughs> but hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully that's why I'm hopeful. I'm hoping podcasting kind of keep things somewhat, I don't know. It's super accessible. So, I mean, like, relatively speaking anyone could open like we use zencaster recording anyone could just open up a browser hit record in zencaster and go for the most exactly part. it could be That's, like terrible quality but it, it, you're able to do it exactly and you can get to things where if you're really into growing roses you can listen to <laughs> and there's funs like but that's just it this and it's it's that's the other side of it too is that there is a it's a good thing but it's a specific thing which yeah. is not marketable for example if i had a show that was for people who got off work at 3 a.m and it was a show that you were meant to listen to while you relaxed and uh you know went to sleep hmm. but i don't know who would listen i mean if it was only for that <laughs> i guess you could listen to it for other things i or if I had a show that was only about sports in Wichita, well, some city in Kansas no one's ever heard of, not going to get a lot of people. So yeah. it could be the best show in the world, most, most entertaining host ever. But who really cares about the high school team in Nowheresville, Kansas? <laughs> and that's, but the, my, my point being, I do, because I think it's good that that guy, that people are doing that. That's what I like. Yeah. I'm sick of the way money ruins everything. If I have, you know, I've got like, you know, it's funny because when I first started my podcast, I've got a few more listeners now, but there were like six people and I could see them, yeah. you know, <laughs> and I was like, I'm making the show for these six people and no one else. I don't <laughs> care about anyone else. These people deserve it. And that's, and that was the fun part of it. It was like, it was a, we were all goofing, you know, it wasn't just me. It was, they were part of it too. And I don't know. I wish that was coming back to, I don't know, podcasting. Maybe, Maybe. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway. Have you had Elon <laughs> Musk on your show yet? Not yet. Maybe if I harass uh, him on Twitter enough, he'll come on. Yeah, he'll do anybody's <laughs> show. He's a whore. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But uh, anyway. I was gonna say, I don't know if you had anything else you want to add. We're a little over an hour here. Sure, um, we can we can do we can uh, call it now. We, okay. Yeah, but cool. Uh, yeah. Before we go, where can people go to check out your work? Oh, my work is everywhere. I've been everywhere and I've done everything. But if you go to uh, hunchbunny.com, that is, the, yes, and it's an easy way to go. H-U-N-C-H, like a hunchback, and then a bunny, like a bunny. Or you could even go to flumboat.com, F-L-U-M-B-O-A-T.com which I got to, I got a bunch of URLs to, cause I didn't <laughs> want to have people to have to click a link. If you go to that, you'll be linked to it or it'll be in the links here or it's on your eye, whatever Spotify and your Apple stuff <laughs> and your what it's on all of that stuff. Like everyone else's it's, it's, it's hard to find. The funny thing is, is, you know, you gotta like, you do have to, this is, I'm being flippant about it, but 
this is the world. You've got to go to it because if you just wait for the show to show up on your feed someday, it'll never happen. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I will put, of course, yeah. So, and if you do listen to my show, I'm going to put this show uh, to, prom to, you know, we all promote each other. So yes, come on guys, let's all help each other here. <laughs> we can't let, uh, yeah. Can't have let James Gunn have all the fun. <laughs> So thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. it hey, time. no problem. We really beat the DC universe horse to death, but you know. I promise uh, if we ever talk again, I will never talk. Uh, we won't talk about <laughs> movies ever again. We could have talked about, I have a whole Kanye bit I was ready to do for an hour, but whatever. <laughs> we'll do that next time. It is, it is. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Hey, no problem, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get going. I'll talk to you later. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you all next time. Bye. See you, everyone.